ಪಾದಾಯ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಪ್ರೇಷ್ಠಾಯ ಭೂತಲೆ ಶ್ರೀಮತೆ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಮಿನೇ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಸಾರಸ್ವತೆ ದೌರವಾಣಿ ಪ್ರಚಾರಿಣೆ ನಿರ್ವಿಶೇಷ ಶೂನ್ಯವಾದಿ ಪಾಶ್ಚಾತೇಶತಾರಿಣೇ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭೋ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ್ರೀಯದ್ವೈತಗದಾಧರ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಾದಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ನಮೋ ಮಹಾವದಾನ್ಯಾಯ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಪ್ರೇಮ ಪ್ರದಾಯತೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣಾಯ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ನಾಮೇ ಗೌರತುಷೇ ನಮಃ ನಮೋ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣ್ಯ ದೇವಾಯ ಜಗದ್ಧಿತಾಯ ಕೃಷ್ಣಾಯ ಗೋವಿಂದಾಯ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕರುಣಾಸಿಂಧೋ ದೀನಬಂಧೋ ಜಗತ್ಪತೆ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾಂತ ರಾಧಾಕಾಂತ ನಮೋಸ್ತು ತಪ್ತ ಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಾಂಗೀ ರಾಧೇ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ವೃಷಭಾನುಸುತೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಹರಿ ಪ್ರಿಯ ವಾಂಚಾಕಲ್ಪತರುಭ್ಯ ಕೃಪಾ ಸಿಂಧುಭ್ಯವತೀತನಾವನೆಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಜ್ಞಾನಂಜನಶ್ಲಾಕೆಯ ಚಕ್ಷುರುನ್ಮಿಲಿತೇನ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುವೇ ನಮಃ ಸೊ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಆಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಯು ಟು ದ ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತಾ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಸರ್ಕಲ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕಸಿಂಗ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ತ್ರೀ ಅಂಡ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಇನ್ ಸೆಷನ್ ನಂಬರ್ ಥರ್ಟಿ ಫೋರ್ ಸೊ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಕವರ್ಡ್ ಅಂಟಿಲ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಫೈವ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಫೈವ್ ಅಂಡ್ ವಿ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟುಡ್ ದಟ್ ಹೌ ಇನ್ ದ ಪ್ರೀವಿಯಸ್ ಶ್ಲೋಕ ಇನ್ ದ ಪ್ರೀವಿಯಸ್ ಸೆಕ್ಷನ್ that krishna is explaining about how everyone needs to follow a leader and everyone follows a leader yad yad acharate shreshtas tat tat evetoro janaha so it's a very natural tendency within people to follow a leader and whatever a leader does people naturally follow him and then krishna very beautifully explained in the 25th verse that how there are a lot of people who are ignorant about their duties and they are simply attached to the results of the actions they perform but whereas the intelligent people the devotees 
they also work they perform their duties but they are unattached and we saw that example how there can be businessmen and there are devotees also who are businessmen so externally if you look at them they both are engaged in doing some business but ultimately their intention is different the devotee is constantly thinking that how can i utilize this uh, result of my actions in the service of the lord but whereas the materialist they are constantly thinking that how can i enjoy the results of my activities and duties that i perform so you see there are these uh, difference in intentions between a spiritualist and a materialist so that is where krishna had stopped he had not stopped we had stopped so let's continue from the verse number 26 and if you have a bhagavad gita i would uh, request hina mata ji to look into your bhagavad gita and please chant the shloka number 26 So let's uh, you can unmute yourself and uh, let's chant this shloka together i will repeat and you can, i will say and you can repeat so is that okay wonderful yes yes so verse number 26 na buddhi bhedam janaye na buddhi bhedam janaye agnanam karma sangina जोषयेत सर्व कर्माणी जोषयेत सर्व कर्माणी विद्वा न्युक्तस समाचरन विद्वान युक्तम समाचरन वंडरफुल यू कैन रीड द ट्रांसलेशन मदन बाय योरसेल्फ सो सो एज टू नॉट टू डिस्ट्रक्ट द माइंड्स ऑफ इग्नोरेंट मेन attached to the fruited results of prescribed duties a learned person should not induce them to stop work rather by working in the spirit of devotion he should engage them in all sorts of activities for the gradual development of krishna consciousness wonderful very nice thank you so this is a very interesting shloka and here krishna is explaining to arjuna na buddhi bhedam janayet agnyanam karma sanginam so anybody who is uh, very intelligent especially the wise people who are in the path of krishna consciousness we should not disturb or disrupt the minds of the ignorant people see ignorant people are doing activities and they are doing they are doing a lot of activities and immediately if you tell them to do devotional service it's very difficult for them to take it up so that's why krishna is saying please do not disrupt them let them do whatever they are doing but at least let them follow the vedic scriptures so prabhupad has told that there are so many materialistic people and all of these people who are constantly thinking of gratifying their senses they think that okay let's go to the vedas and get the instructions from the vedas how to enjoy life so there are a lot of people who do lot of puja punuskar havan many many things they do and they do it why because ultimately they want some material gain so there are many people who do not understand the ultimate goal of life so krishna says in the bhagavad gita vedaischa sarve ahameva vedya If you want to understand the essence of the Bhagavad Gita or any scriptures, all the Vedas, the essence is me. 
after knowing all the vedas you are supposed to know me but there are not all the people who will read vedas and understand krishna they are only thinking about how can i enjoy my life using the vedas so that's how they don't understand krishna and they keep doing and following all these materialistic activities the karmakanda section of the vedas now here very interesting thing is all these things are actually sanctioned by the vedas why because vedas are designed in such a way that people will have desires for material sense gratification but the vedas give them some regulations okay you want to enjoy but you have regulated life and that's how many people after the mahabharat yuddha and when the kaliyuga began many people in this bharatavarsha they started killing animals lots and lots of animals and all in the name of vedas yes vedas have told you see this is how vedas have explained and we can eat meat and that's how in the name of uh, vedas following the instructions of the vedas they were killing animals and so many animals and even the brahmanas were encouraging such things and for this reason buddha had to come he had to appear the lord appeared as buddha to stop this nonsense that was going on in the society in the name of vedas and that's why buddha came and rejected all the vedas you see that was that was happening in the society so we should not simply blindly follow but krishna is saying here let them follow little bit whatever is possible that's important you do not disturb them because a krishna conscious person should understand the situation of the person because everybody is evolving in their spiritual life and each one of us there are so many people not everybody is on the same level so it is better to engage them in something something is better than nothing it's like that better they get, get them engaged identify their inclinations identify what the guna they have and just engage them that's exactly what prabhupada did now you see when prabhupada was in the us and then he was preaching to people he met alfred ford who is right now uh, the the owner of the ford motors and uh, he took actually initiation diksha from prabhupada his name is now amrish das and you see prabhupada understood yes yes amrish das this alfred has a lot of uh, opulence in the sense of wealth you know we have understood the six opulences that krishna has name uh, the beauty the strength and knowledge and renunciation so strength physical strength so all these six opulences that we have understood that krishna has completely in full and we as part and parcel also we have this opulences with us to some degree so alfred ford had this opulence of wealth so prabhupada said alfred you have so much of money why don't you build a planetarium in mayapur so mayapur is the headquarters of iskon so prabhupada instructed him see you have this opulence so why don't you utilize your wealth in the service of krishna so this is how we need to engage them so prabhupada very nicely understood the situation of people and their guna and their karma prabhupada didn't tell them no you leave everything and in fact he wanted to do that you know he wanted to join the temple as a full time prabhupada said no you continue with your business but then use your result in the service of krishna and same thing happened with george harrison also now george harrison he had opulence and his opulence was fame there were millions of people who were actually following george harrison during his time across the world and he was so famous the whole beatle group was so famous and george harrison also had a desire to follow prabhupada and be a part of the mission but prabhupada said no 
Prabhupada said that you better be in your position and then use your talent in the service of Krishna. And so many people followed him. And they started following chanting Hare Krishna mantra because of George Harrison. There were millions of people who chanted Hare Krishna because of George Harrison. So the idea here is that we need to understand the situation of people and engage them somehow or the other. Not everybody will be able to join full time and it's not possible, it's not practical. We, run, we need to run the society and Krishna has created a certain society. So Krishna is saying, let's not disrupt them. Let them just follow whatever they can, but intelligently engage them in the service of Krishna, knowingly and unknowingly, use their results. They are working, let them do the work, whatever, even if they are even uh, into gambling and they have a business which is of bar and restaurant and all these things, they can run that, but somehow intelligently engage their results, their money or whatever it is, at time in the service of Krishna. So that is what Krishna is saying. Let them do their duties. Don't stop them from doing their duties here. Very important. And we need to teach them how to act and behave. So many people today, they want to do a lot of good things, but they don't know how to behave properly. We meet a lot of people and they don't even know the basic etiquettes to deal with people. That sensitivity is not there while dealing with people. We need to be extremely cautious, especially when meeting new people. We need to be very cautious. We need to be sensitive to what they are saying, what, what are their emotions, what are their ideas, what are their convictions. You need to understand and then we need to speak. So many people, they do not know all these basic etiquettes and hence they don't know how to behave with people. So these are the difficulties. In fact, as preachers, when we go out and preach, we see so many people who approach us and they don't even know how to approach a saintly person or how to approach a person who, who, from whom they are trying to get some knowledge. So these basic things they do not understand. So let us not disrupt them, let them do whatever their activity, but intelligently uh, teach them how to act and behave. Very, very important. And if we artificially try to do something and try to do give them some benefit, uh, then it will be a big problem for us as well as for them. And uh, for this, the greatest example is Trishanku. <laughs> you must have heard about Trishanku. You know, in Kannada, there is a saying also, you know, Trishanku Stiti Agbiti Denindu. Trishanku, who is the Trishanku? He was a king actually. So, when there was uh, the triple between uh, uh, Vishwamitra Muni, of course, his earlier name was Kaushika, the king uh, Kaushika, and he had this... Uh, uh, great uh, triple between uh, you know and Vashishta. So both of them, Vishwamitra Muni and Vashishta Muni, both of them, uh, their initial days, you know, they had this tug of war, and, and there was a big war. There is a big pastime that how Vishwamitra, this Kaushika, he goes to Vishwamitra uh, Vashishta Muni, and uh, he wanted uh, uh, to take some rest in his ashram along with his soldiers and sons, and uh, Vashishta Muni gave him so nice hospitality because he had this Kamadenu uh, wish-fulfilling uh, cow and uh, he was very envious that oh even in our own palace we don't get such food but here in the forest he is able to give us so nice food. Vashishta Muni, I am your king so please give me your uh, cow and I, in return I will give you hundreds and thousands of cows. Vashishta Muni say it's not a cow, it is my mother, how can I give this cow to you? 
and uh, Kaushika became very enraged. He said, no, 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 you have to give me because it, it is on my land and you have to give this cow to me. And Vashishtamuni said, you just see, look at the cow. It is not even standing on the ground. It is standing one inch above the ground. So it does not belong to you. So the cow was a transcendental cow. It was not an ordinary cow. Even Devatas, when they come onto this planet, they don't touch, they don't touch their feet to this ground because they always stay above the ground. They don't want to get polluted by the material consciousness. So when Devatas used to appear on this planet, they used to always be above the ground. They never actually stepped on the ground. So this Kamadenu was also like that. So then he became enraged and they started pulling the cow and forcibly wanted to kidnap the cow. And Vashishtamuni was in a dilemma what to do because he is the king, I cannot do anything. Then the cow says that, oh, you don't want to protect me. I will protect myself. Give me permission to protect myself. So Vashishtamuni says, hey, okay. Then this wonderful, magnificent cow from the udders and from the tail, from the uh, hoof print, from all the bodily parts, big, big armies started coming out. And all these armies, they killed different varieties of armies, by the way. <laughs> so all these different varieties of armies came and defeated the army of Kaushika and his sons. He became enraged. He again came back, wanted to fight with uh, Vashishtamuni. Vashishtamuni was so powerful because of his uh, Brahma Tejas, he had this Brahma Danda. He kept his Brahma Danda in front and whatever weapons Kaushika, the King Kaushika sent, all were absorbed and swallowed by this Brahma Danda. Then, oh, this Kaushika understood, oh my God, this Kshatriya power is nothing in front of this uh, uh, Brahma Tejas, this Brahma Danda. Uh, so the Brahmanas have more power. I want to become a Brahma Riji now. So just like Vashishtamuni, he started doing Tapasya. And when he was doing tapasya, this Vashishta, this Kaushika, after doing tapasya, he became Vishwamitra Muni. So when he was doing tapasya, this Trishanku, he approached Vashishta Muni. And this Trishanku had a very, very crazy desire. And what was that crazy desire? He was a king with very beautiful physical features. He was uh, so... Uh, uh, you know, infatuated with his own bodily features and beauty that his desire was he wanted to go to heaven in the same body. <laughs> See, when you want to approach, you want to go to the spiritual world or the higher planets, you need to change the body. You have to give up this body. But he had a desire that, no, I want to go in this very same body. He was so attached to this physical body. Now, in the heavens, you get a very... Uh, Beautiful and wonderful body, much beautiful body than the body that you have in this material body. But he was so ignorant, he was so attached to this body, this earthly body that he wanted to go in the very same body. He goes to Vashishta Muni and says, uh, my dear Vashishta, please help me to go to the heavenly planets in this very same body. Vashishta Muni says, you are crazy, we cannot do this, it's not possible. You have to give up this body if you want to go to the, spirit, uh, to the heavenly planets. Then after rejection, he thinks, okay, Vashishtamuni is not doing, let me go to the sons of Vashishtamuni. So the sons of Vashishtamuni, when they hear his desire, they curse him. You will lose your wealth, you will lose your beauty also. My father has told you already that it is not possible. In, after hearing from my father, you still have come to me. So then that is rejected. He was rejected and cursed. So now this Trishanku thought, let me go to Vishwamitra Muni. 
and he used this tactic now he knows that vishwamitra muni is the enemy a rival of vashishtha muni so he went there and he said see vashishtha muni could not send me i know that only you can do it because you are more powerful than vashishtha muni so he incited vishwamitra muni there so now vishwamitra muni already had that uh, rivalry against vashishtha muni said he took up the challenge oh yes you want to go to this uh, heavenly planet in this body i will send you so vishwamitra muni called all the great sages from the bharat varsha and uh, told them that i am going to send this trishanku in this very same body to the heavenly planets and then this trishanku he comes and he is in the yagna and here vishwamitra muni is doing the yagna swaha swaha all the great sages have happened uh, have assembled and that time he puts the, he takes the ladle and puts the ghee and the punahoti and there goes this trishanku he is rising up and up and up gradually is raising up in the air you see trishanku is going up in the air and is flying towards the heavenly planets now vishwamitra muni wow, he was so happy to see this whole thing and people are glorifying never in the history of our vedic culture something like this had happened so here in this very same body trishanku is going to the heavenly planets and there the guards of the heavenly planets they got to know that somebody is coming from earth he they went and informed indra see this person is coming to heaven heavenly planets in the same body how can we allow him indra became very angry oh nobody can enter like that so indra goes and sees this trishanku coming towards heavenly planet so indra with his force he kicks this trishanku so now this trishanku was going upward he started coming downwards now and then he started coming down and all the sages who had assembled and they glorified vishwamitra muni and they were about to leave suddenly they heard this sound somebody with uh, uh, you know top of their voice they are screaming and they are coming down and then vishwamitra muni saw hey what's happening is coming down and then uh, he again started performing yagna and again he started pushing him upwards so vishwamitra muni is sending him upward and indra is kicking him downward so this trishanku is like football is going up and down up and down that was the situation of this trishanku and his skin is burning and you know he is having so much of physical pain and all the and all in the air you know he is just stuck there up and down and then finally uh, uh, it so happened that vishwamitra muni could not send him to heavenly planets nor he could actually bring him down she created a separate planet for him now he created the planet but who will maintain so vishwamitra muni prayed to lord vishnu my lord i cannot do anything you please maintain because creation is very easy destruction is easy maintenance is very big difficult thing so trishanku is there in the trishanku loka and lord said okay i will maintain this planet vishwamitra that you have created but trishanku has to be upside down in the planet he cannot walk on his legs so that is the state of trishanku he is there in that planet but he is always upside down so why i am telling is when you try to do something which is not sanctioned by the vedas and you try to help people in an incorrect way then this type of uh, trishanku sthiti will happen in the society so krishna is saying bet, better let them do whatever they can do without getting disturbed you don't disturb them and don't try to create something new and give them some facilities which will ultimately result in all these kind of problems
so that was the state so we don't have to give krishna consciousness directly to everyone if somebody is ready you see and you sense that yes someone is really ready, dedicated uh, dedicating his time to understand the principles like all of you are doing week after week yes we can give krishna consciousness to all of you you can all take krishna consciousness directly without any problem so that's the greatest advantage that all of you are in you have already in, in so many millions of millions of people about 7.8 billion people are there on this planet there are only few who can take up krishna consciousness and in that few you are few people here who are trying to understand the principles of bhagavad gita so very very rare this is very very rare so that's the state so let's go to the next verse so dev unmute yourself and uh, let's chant the next verse 27 very interesting verse so verse number 27 if you have bhagavad gita you can use that bhagavad gita yes yes thank you mother ji Yes, you are. So let's chant this twenty-seventh uh, sloka. Prakrte he kriya mana ni. Prakrte he kriya mana ni. Gune karma ni sarvasha. Gune karma ni sarvasha. Ahamkara vimudatma. Ahamkara vimudatma. Karta hamiti manyate. Wonderful. Please uh, chant the, read the translation by yourself. Yeah. Uh, the spirit soul, bewildered by the influence of false ego, thinks himself the doer of the activities that are in actuality carried out by the three modes of material nature. Wonderful. Very nice. Thank you. Prakrte he kriyamana ni. Very very important sloka. Kriya mana ni kriya. Kriya means activity. You know we do lot of kriyas every day. We are doing kriyas. Many many activities we are doing. So here prakrte he kriya mana ni gunai karma ni sarvasha. All the activities that we are doing here are actually done by prakriti. The Lord's prakriti. Many people say prakriti. Oh, it's everything is done by nature. All these beautiful things are done by nature. Nature means what? Whose nature? Like I have my nature. You have your nature. Each one of us we have a certain nature. So when we say this nature, whose nature is that? So it is Krishna's nature. It's so beautiful that it creates so many beautiful things. But here the important point is prakriti he kriya manani. So all the activities in this material world are actually carried out by gunai karma ani sarvashaha. The three gunas: sattva guna, rajo guna, tamo guna. So all the activities that we are seeing here and we do each and every day is actually carried out by the three gunas. So now you may ask, Prabhuji, how is it possible? How is that gunas are doing this? See now, I am lifting my hand. You see. I have this pen and I am raising this pen. I am raising this pen, right? But why Krishna is saying here that no, 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 it is done by the three gunas? The question may come that how is it that the three gunas are actually raising this hand or this pen, right? 
so now this is where we need to understand the the interference of the supreme lord parmatma so what happens is actually please understand we have this material body and we are actually not this material body we are the spirit soul that we have already understood so the soul is spiritual in nature whereas this body is actually material in nature so the soul and the matter they do not actually interfere they cannot actually have any connection it's just like the water and the oil the this analogy we have understood previously so the soul can only desire to raise the hand the soul we as spirit souls asma we can only desire yes i want to lift this pen that's a desire of the soul but in between the desire and the action there is a interference of the parmatma only the parmatma who is upadrashta anumanta cha he is overseeing and sensing all your desires the lord within the heart and anumanta cha he is also giving anumati he is sanctioning all your desires so only when when the lord within the heart as parmatma senses your desire to lift the pen he sanctions it when he sanctions moment he sanctions the gunai karmani sarvasha all the prakriti whose prakriti it is it is krishna's prakriti so the prakriti will immediately see the sanction of the lord and then the prakriti the three modes they actually move this body so if you are thinking that i am raising my hand it is wrong we cannot raise we cannot move our body without the help of the supreme lord now you see it is all happening in real time you think that yes i am raising my hand but it is not in between this action and your desire there is a interference of the parmatma only when there is a sanction then there is possibility for you to raise the hand for example now you see you are blinking your eyes knowingly and knowingly you are not even aware of the blinking of eyes but you still are blinking who is taking care of all these things prakrte kriyamanani this kriya is done by prakriti you nicely eat food after eating the food the food is getting digested have you ever thought oh yes now let me sit like this and digest my food no prakrte he kriyamanani you see the prakriti is already acting how it is acting because there is sanction of the parmatma within the heart now there are so many people who get the paralytic attack they become paralyzed now when they are paralyzed there is a desire to lift their hand but can they really lift their hand desire is there but they cannot why because their karma is not sanctioned the lord or any time before even he sanctions anything he checks your karma what is this prarabdh karma should i give him should i not give him and this karma is very bad lord says no i am not going to sanction that's all you are paralyzed this moment if krishna says that yes i am not going to sanction something it will stop you cannot perform any activity that's why the devotees the surrendered devotees they are fully dependent on the lord because they know that there is nothing in our hand all our actions 
are taken care by the supreme lord every single day every moment we are breathing how much are we conscious about the breathing you see the conscious breathing is not happening but it is still going on conscious or unconscious the whole process is working because prakarte he kriyamanani gunakarmani vibhagasa gunakarmani sarvashah you see all the activities that we are performing is so nicely and neatly happening in real time but what happens is because we don't identify the presence of the lord within our heart ahankara vimudatma you see ahankara that's where the ahankara comes in because we don't see that involvement of the lord and the prakriti we think that i am the doer and because i am raising my hand i am writing a very beautiful comment and the article i should get the result of it i should be paid for this article but all the activities are done by the kriyamanan can you imagine just understand dear devotee is a very uh, in that thing that you need to contemplate on because you see right now i am speaking and you are listening you are pressing certain buttons on the phone it's not done by you it is done by the three gunas right now all these movements are happening are enabled by the three gunas just see but we are thinking i am speaking i can only desire this morning i desired okay i have to give my class i have to speak on bhagavad gita you have a desire to listen bhagavad gita you can only desire as a spirit soul but all these actions of logging in and pressing the buttons and raising your hands and legs and other activities are not done by the spirit soul in actuality this material activities any we cannot run the matter only krishna can run the matter he is the controller of matter we are not the controllers of matter just see i hope you are able to understand this particular point so matter is not moved by us although we are spiritual in nature we cannot move matter only by krishna and his prakriti so this ahankara this false ego is there what is this false ego many times this question comes people are talking about ego we are talking about false ego false ego is a element just like mind it's a sense so false ego is the eighth sense so this false ego the function is identification i am man i am woman i am indian this identification is happening because of false ego within you if there is no false ego we will not be able to identify ourselves with anything in this world so all these identifications are coming all these identities we are creating because of this false ego so ahankara so right now i am thinking i am the doer i am doing everything everything is in my hand i am the controller all these ideas are coming so this false ego is actually an interface between the soul and matter it's a interface which is connecting the spirit and the the matter so after the sanctioning of the lord when the prakriti gets the prakriti gets the sanction from the lord it wants to act the false ego then directs everything else the mind the intelligence the senses so false ego is the interface it's an element which enables you to identify with things just imagine so krishna is so thoughtful even when he has created this body he has given everything that is needed for our sustenance and 
to lead a peaceful life otherwise just imagine if false ego is not there you will not be able to relate with your own family members you know you meet a person he is your son or a daughter today you see oh yes son daughter you may say tomorrow there is no false ego there is no sense of identity tomorrow the same person will come into you into your family you will not be able to identify that person there will be no question of relationships all these relationships we are able to enjoy it's because of the false ego that element called ego false ego ahankara see how much krishna has enabled us with all these resources so we need to understand that this false ego should be not for my sense gratification ahankara vimudatma muda means foolish muda means foolish krishna is saying vimudatma great foolish you are not just fool but you are a great fool krishna is saying if you are thinking that you are doing all the activities you are a great fool so we should not become great fools we should know that it is gunai karma ani sarvashah all our material activities i am moving this fingers now 1 2 3 4 5 i can desire i desired to do that but i did not actually move this finger these fingers were moved by the three gunas i desired but movement happened because of the three gunas and the sanction of the lord so much is going on within our own body every day and we don't realize this we don't even uh, understand the involvement of the lord in our life just see this person the supreme lord parmatma every moment he is so alert sensing all our thoughts and desires and our desires every moment he is so alert when we are sleeping he is not sleeping just see so extremely important this false ego thing is very very important so we need to understand this false ego so we should give the due credit to the lord so many things is doing for us but materialistic people they take credit or they take credit for everything they were doing oh i did this i created this you know uh, and then they take all the nobel prizes you see this uh, our scientist uh, archimedes now archimedes when he was uh in the bathtub suddenly there is uh, inspiration that came in um, a thought came and he started yelling eureka 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 without wearing clothes he went <laughs> he ran to the court of the king in the assembly eureka i yes i found it i found it i found it that sudden inspiration from where did it come parmatma within the heart this uh, another scientist thomas goodyear i had mentioned this earlier also i think that how he wanted to strengthen the rubber rubber is very soft he wanted to harden the soft uh, rubber he did this experiment that experiment hundreds of experiment he was not able to do accidentally sulfur fell into it once and then it became hard now we may call that oh it's a accidental thing but no parmatma knows oh he is doing so much of endeavor let me help him anumanda so he will give permission he directs the material nature you do it benzene ring we all know in chemistry there is a benzene ring which has the alternate double bonds so there also we see that it was not that benzene found it he actually got a dream in a dream he saw the snakes snakes in that benzene form 
with uh, double snakes in the alternate uh, uh, strings and that's how in the dream he saw and then he got to know the benzene ring formula structure of benzene so all these things are happening why because the parmatma is giving the knowledge but the credit goes to whom these people they are definitely doing endeavor and they get the nobel prize actual nobel prize should be given to the supreme lord krishna right so all these things are happening all this uh, thing we need to understand that how prakriti he kriyamanani so i see that there are some questions let me take some questions here so let me see what are the questions asked by dev is saying that prabhu ji as a student can you help me design a timetable for a particular day to help me execute my work in a productive way yes why not dev we can definitely discuss this and uh, we can work out so tomorrow you call me and tomorrow we can discuss how to plan this whole day and understand how we can structure your uh, timetable so that will be really nice i'll be glad to do that no problem we can do that so tomorrow you call me uh, any time after 11 am so that should be done we can discuss about it sure sir thank you yes and then hinamata is asking is false ego identifying ourselves with our body and identity of this life yes so anything to do with any identification that you have with this body is actually a false ego enabled any identity identity that is to do with this material body and this material world like i am an indian i am a boy i am a girl all these are material designations spirit soul is neither boy or a girl spirit soul is neither indian or an american so because this body is indian and american boy or a girl so we are identifying like that so that's why all these are enabled by the false ego so now this false ego should be converted into true ego by the process of bhakti by the process of seva when you start doing then you will be able to relish more and more because now you are getting situated uh, in your true ego and the true ego is i am the servant of the lord i am the amsha of the lord so then you become very very happy then you will not become vimudatma you will become a gnani karta ham iti manyate so all these people materialistic people you see they are so proud oh i did this i did that even if they are not done anything they will still go and do this is called damba so there is already that pride but in, even if they have not achieved anything they will still go and tell so many things about themselves glorifying themselves all the time so this is false ego karta hamiti mante i am maintaining everything i am doing everything are maintaining family and all these things are done by ants also other animals also doing that but man humans are always very proud they take pleasure in glorifying themselves so that's not an appropriate etiquette and not good thing so krishna is chastising these people here these people are ignorant they don't know what is right and wrong and they are thinking that i am the doer so let's not understand uh, uh, not think that we are the doers it's very important as devotees everything that is happening right now and in the future with you is actually sanctioned by the lord even that's why when devotees when bad things happen to them they take it in a good stride why because they know ultimately the supreme lord in the heart parmatma has sanctioned it if i am undergoing some situation some tough times in my life 
Yes, the Lord has given that permission, that sang- He has sanctioned it. That's because my karma is like that. If Lord has sanctioned, let me take it. I will not sit and cry. If there is some tough time, there are difficulties in life, the devotee will understand, yes, it is the Lord who has sanctioned and I will accept it. If the Lord does not want to, He, he will not sanction any of those things, then I will be happy. But if I am put in certain t- tough situation, that means the Lord has given that sanction. You see, so much of involvement is the moment you think like that, the problem goes, vanishes. You will be, you will at least get the strength to face the difficulties in life. You know that yes, Krishna is in control. He has sanctioned means he has certain reason behind it. He knows we don't know our karma, but Krishna knows our karma very nicely. So when there are difficulties in life, a devotee knows it is sanctioned by the Lord. Without his sanction, even the difficulties cannot touch me. When Lord Krishna has sanctioned this difficulty, let me accept it. That is a prasadam. He understands. The devotee takes even the difficulties as prasadam because he has sanctioned. It is sanctioned by the Lord. That is the mood of a devotee. That's the understanding of a devotee. And that is what makes us different from other people. If we want to become devotees, then this is the consciousness that we need to develop. We become different from others only when we know the involvement of the Lord in our life. So this is how, this is Krishna Consciousness. Krishna Consciousness means to know every moment Krishna is involved in our life. Krishna is present in our life. And when there are difficulties, we happily embrace those difficulties and we face the difficulties nicely. And then we become victorious again by the mercy of the Lord. So, that is what Krishna is telling Arjuna. You are confused. You are thinking that you are doing manyate. You are thinking you are going to fight and kill these people. But in the 11th chapter, Krishna is going to tell, it is your false ego Arjuna. You see, I have already killed those people. All these relatives, he will show to Arjuna in the 11th chapter now. Right now, Arjuna is thinking that, oh yes, I am doer, I am going to kill these people. But later on, Krishna will tell, you are not the doer, I am the doer, I have already killed those people. You become only Nimitta. So, this is how we need to act and understand. Okay, so good, very nice. So, let's go to the next verse. And uh, that is 28th verse. So, Uma Kumar, so unmute yourself and let's chant this very interesting verse. So please, uh, if you have, do you have Bhagavad Gita with you? If you have Bhagavad Gita, it will be great because you will be able to read the shloka. Uma Kumar, do you have the Bhagavad Gita with you? Looks like there is some delay between me speaking and you. I think so. Okay. Since he is unable to unmute, so I think uh, I will ask uh, Achyutanji, uh, you can unmute yourself. I think you are already unmute, okay. Do you have a Bhagavad Gita, Achyutanji? Yes, yes, yes. yes Great. Yes. So, verse number 28. Tattva Vittu Mahabhao Tattva Vittu Mahabhao Guna Karma Vibhagayo Guna Guneshu Vartanta Guna Guneshu Vartanta 
ಮತ್ವಾನ ಸಜ್ಜತೆ ವಂಡರ್ಫುಲ್ ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ ರೀಡ್ ದ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಬೈ ಯೋರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಸೊಟ್ಟಿಫಿಕೇಶನ್ So Krishna is saying, see Arjuna, anybody who is buddhiman, he is not vimuda. One who is a jnani, he will not engage in the temporary sense gratification. He understands the importance of devotional life. He understands that everything in this material world is circumstantial and it is temporary. So he will not work for fruitive activities. So Prabhupada in the purport also is explaining very nicely and he's saying that a devotee of the Lord, one who is uh, understands the spiritual life, he therefore engages himself in the activities of Krishna consciousness that becomes naturally naturally unattached to the activities of the material senses which are all circumstantial and temporary. So let's understand this. All of you please imagine that right now you are not in Mumbai, you are not in your home. You are not in Pune. Some of you are from Pune. Uma Uma Kumar is from Pune. Just imagine now. You are not at your home. You are in the spiritual world. Actually we all have come from the spiritual world. We were there in the spiritual world, but we rebelled against Krishna. and that's why we are here now in this material world just now imagine that you are in the spiritual world and you are in a very beautiful garden you are in the golok vrindavana and there is a beautiful garden and there are so many gopas and the gopis and the, there are bumblebees and the flowers and fragrant flowers are there and honey bees are hovering around the flowers and in that garden you are sitting and there you see a very very beautiful flower a lotus flower like this you see a very beautiful lotus flower and you desire that oh this flower is so nice let me give this flower this lotus to krishna let me offer this to krishna that's the mood in goloka you know anything beautiful you see the mood of goloka is that each and everyone wants to satisfy and please krishna so you also are in the spiritual world and there you see this lotus and you want to give it to krishna and when you pluck this lotus and just then when you are about to give this to krishna krishna is in front of you you are about to give it to krishna you actually you know take your hand forward to give it to krishna and then suddenly there is a thought why should i give it to krishna 
let me enjoy this flower let me not give it to krishna why should i only give it to krishna this is a nice flower let me keep it the moment we think of this independent enjoyment that's when we fall down from the spiritual world the moment we think that yes i don't want to serve krishna i want to enjoy this flower you have actually you know raised your hand you want to give this to krishna but this thought comes i want to enjoy this flower then we fall down to this material world and when we fall to this material world we take different roles we become brahma we become indra we become a cat we become a dog we become a cockroach we become a mosquito we become a camel we become a, a polar bear we become a fish we become sharks we become garuda we become birds all 84 lakh species sometimes devatas sometimes asuras we take different different bodies in this material world and so many lifetimes we are here in this material world can all of you just imagine so many lifetimes we have taken different bodies we have taken different yonis we have been going around constantly we are moving in different bodies after bodies after bodies we don't even know when we have actually fallen down but a devotee when you become a devotee now you will understand all this is temporary and circumstantial temporary and circumstantial when you know that oh yes krishna is in control he is absolute truth then what happens is you become purified now that's the process that we are into we are trying to purify our heart when we purify our heart nicely and when we go back to the spiritual world what is the goal by the way the goal of understanding bhagavad gita and practicing bhagavad gita is to go back to our home when you get liberated when you get liberated to the spiritual world you are actually about to give this flower to krishna suddenly when you go and get liberated it will be like you will be back to your consciousness you will be in the same position and then you will give this to krishna krishna take this flower it's for you it's just as if a moment when you get liberated it's like as if a moment for you you this whole lifetime after lifetime of material existence when you get liberated it is just a moment there it will be as if like oh you know some moment i was somewhere else in the material world because there is no effect of time there please understand dear devotees there is no effect of time in the spiritual world we are thinking right now that oh lifetime oh my god brahma ho gaya this lifetime that lifetime millions and millions of years but now when you go back and get liberated and go back to home you were in the position of giving this flower to krishna you will be in the same position it's as if like you woken up from the dream and you will give it to krishna krishna take this flower and krishna will accept it and then you will be back again into the game of krishna playing with krishna again that's liberation but here you see oh my god lifetime 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 it will be fun it will be really fun i don't know if you got this point why i said this is because krishna here is mentioning prabhupada saying a devotee will understand this existence is temporary and circumstantial 
moment you become liberated you are with krishna back again and you will not even realize oh so many lifetimes no it's just a moment it's like you know uh, you came out of the dream what a wonderful thing it is that's why that's why the devotees and shastra say right now we are not in reality we are in a dream we are in a dream so moment you wake up from this dream you will be with krishna so please wake up jeev jago jeev jago gora chand bole khota nidra jao maya pichachira khole that is what chaitanya mahaprabhu is singing he's saying jeev jago jeev jago oh jeeva please wake up wake up sleeping souls wake up and he's saying now what you should do how will you wake up by chanting the holy names khota nidra jao maya give up this false sleep pichachi rakole which is like a witch give up this pichachi of material existence ha huh, i am just waiting to get liberated and be there with krishna wake up from this material dream that we are all into so it's very very vivid it's very magical experience moment we get liberated it's like oh we are back with krishna it's so amazing so so that is what krishna is saying here so we have fallen down let's go back there to the spiritual world and a devotee will understand this once you start getting the knowledge of bhagavad gita you'll see oh it's sympathy good so hope you got this point so that's how liberation will happen the after effects of liberation will be like that being with krishna <clears throat> so yes so today we will complete one more verse the last verse and then we can open up for some quick q and a so uh, let's uh, call uma are you there uh, uma kumar yes. wonderful yes. do you yes. have a bhagavad gita yes i have bhagavad gita guruji wonderful so verse number 29 प्रकृतेर्गुण सजन्ते गुणकर्मसु तृत्न विदो मंदन विचाल Wonderful. You can read the translation by yourself. Bewildered by the modes of material nature, the ignorant fully engage themselves uh, themselves in material activities and be- become attached. But the wise should not unsettle them. Although these duties are inferior due to their perf- performance, lack of knowledge. Hmm. Thank you. Wonderful. Very nice. So here again, very beautifully, Krishna is saying. there are so many people who are bewildered by the three guna three gunas three modes so the ignorant people they fully engage themselves in such material activities which are actually driven by the material modes but the wise should not unsettle them very similar to the previous shloka here krishna is saying don't unsettle them although these duties are inferior due to the performance of lack of knowledge so let them do whatever they are doing let them do you please do not unsettle them see you have become knowledgeable now from ignorance you have moved to knowledge 
but because you have become knowledgeable doesn't mean that you should immediately tell everybody else to give up things that they are doing no you don't do that you should not unsettle them it will be very difficult why because they are tan akrishna vido mandan mandan means lazy people they are very lazy in terms of spiritual life spiritually they are very lazy so they don't they will not understand what you are saying so they are so busy with so many isms you know nationalism socialism feminism altruism all communism all isms they will simply follow one or the other isms so it's difficult for them to come out of those different ideologies people follow difficult so unless they come out of these isms it's difficult for us to also preach to them and make them understand and that's why krishna is advising please do not disturb such materialistic people in fact when we are chanting hari krishna mantra every single day in our temples in iskon after the tulsi aarti we chant the 10 offenses against the holy name see when you are chanting the holy names there are certain offenses that we need to avoid there are 10 offenses and the ninth offense is do not instruct or do not yeah do not instruct a faithless person about the glories of the holy name so many glories are there for the holy name just by chanting hari krishna mantra there are so many benefits that you will get but those benefits we will not simply tell to this materialistic people a faithless person because it's like throwing jewels in front of a pig if you throw all the nice diamonds and jewels in front of a pig do you think the pig will understand and realize the value of the gold and the jewels that you have thrown no it will be busy eating the stool it will not give, it has no understanding of the value of the jewels that you have thrown so similarly all these great words of krishna if you simply throw in front of anyone who has no faith you tell the glories of the holy name in front of people who don't have faith it's like throwing jewels in front of them they will not value it so that's an offense actually we should not mention anything bhagavad gita cannot be spoken to everyone who to people who have no faith because when you tell about bhagavad gita and the position of krishna they will become envious of krishna we should not do that we should be you know instead of instructing them making them more envious of krishna we should just skip sit quiet unless they develop faith so for a faithless person we should never instruct it's very important then the devotees of the lord now krishna is telling this that these people are ignorant just ignore them but you see the devotees of krishna are more merciful than krishna chaitanya mahaprabhu he is the incarnation of krishna but he has come in the mood of a devotee so the devotees are ready to take all the risk to meet materialistic people they want to meet materialistic people they take the risk of meeting materialistic people and make them and give them krishna consciousness because they understand the mood the intentions of krishna they know what is the purpose of krishna that's why prabhupad went to the west otherwise what is the reason he could have nicely enjoyed in vrindavan doing nice bhakti sing and dance and be in the association of devotees but no that compassion within the heart will drive these devotees that compassion within the heart of prabhupada took him to the west and he saw all these fallen people 
and made them devotees of the Lord. That's the compassion the devotees show. Krishna is telling, don't tell them. But devotees are ready to take the risk. Sometimes they even have to take the beatings of these materialistic people. We have seen videos of so many devotees, discount devotees, who were beaten, beaten by uh, the police in Bengal just because they are distributing Bhagavad Gita. Can you imagine? It's happening in India. And I want to definitely mention about things that have happened for de- to devotees in uh, Russia. See, when Prabhupada was in, uh, on this planet, he visited Russia only for three or four days. And they did not give him visa for more than three, four days. And he had to cover his clothing and everything because they cannot wear robes, saffron robes and go there and preach. It, it was a communist country. Of course, even now it's communist country. But that time it was quite stringent. So Prabhupada met a professor, uh, Professor Kotoski. There is a book called Science of Self-Realization and that interaction between the professor and Prabhupada is there in the book Science of Self-Realization you can read. And then Prabhupada also met a very nice youngster, 19 year old boy, maybe just uh, of the age of uh, Dev. Prabhupada met a very young boy like Dev and Prabhupada instructed this boy in Krishna consciousness, told him to chant 16 rounds, follow the regulative principles, just three days. Huh? And I think Prabhupada gave him little prasadam once, that's all. This boy, a 19 year old boy, was so moved by Prabhupada's instruction, he took it so seriously and Prabhupada left after 3-4 days. That's the interaction that he had. But he took it so seriously, he started chanting, he started talking about uh, Prabhupada and uh, the Krishna conscious philosophy, the Bhagavad Gita. You know, just like people smuggle all the drugs into countries, you know, we get all the smuggled drugs in our country. In those days, they used to smuggle Bhagavad Gita in Russia. This is a fact. You know, they used to smuggle Bhagavad Gita's and when Bhagavad Gita's they found and people, police used to get to know, the KGB got to know, they used to snatch the Bhagavad Gita's. They somehow took Bhagavad Gita and they translated into Russian language and they had no uh, printing press to print. Please understand, such a difficult situation for them. It's not like, okay, I have written now, let me go to the printing press and get it printed because the moment you go to the printing press, they will catch you. Oh, you are selling Bhagavad Gita, you want to print Bhagavad Gita? That's all. You will be put behind the bars. That was the situation. They cannot even go to the printing press, even if they have the script. They used to have handwritten Bhagavad Gita's. Devotees used to sit, write pages and pages and pages of Bhagavad Gita and then sell the Bhagavad Gita. How will they sell? They will go and stand in the public place, somewhere where the traffic signals and all these things, they will have a court and they will have the written copies, handwritten copies of Bhagavad Gita. And gradually they will go and ask the person, Hey, do you believe in God? And if the person says, yes, then you, I have something important to share about God. I want to tell you about God. Do you want to know about Him? And he says, yes, I want to know more. Then gradually he will pick up the Bhagavad Gita from his pocket and then give it to him. Address will be written and everything. 
and then that person reads the Bhagavad Gita. He understands. He wants to know more. Then they will have meeting somewhere in the jungles. They used to all meet in the jungles and have meetings underground. Can you imagine in Russia that's what was happening? And when the KGB, the police, they used to get to know about the devotees doing such things, preaching about God, talking about God, then they used to catch them and put them in the jails. And they used to forcibly feed them non-vegetarian food. The police used to open their mouth and put all this non-vegetarian food. Sometimes when they were doing fasting, they used to insert pipes in their noses and put milk in their noses when they wanted to fast. So, so much of torture they have undergone. The Russian devotees. And then, people who were in the jail, the devotees who were in the jail, they were so committed that they used to preach even in the jail to the people there. And they used to chant the holy name. They did not have japamalas. When the jailer used to come and give them food, the bread, they used to make japamalas out of bread in the jail. That is the commitment. You see, no japamala, but they are chanting, they are making beads of bread. Three, four days they used to make it dry, keep it in the sunlight, in the window, and then make beads and chant on those beads. A devotee who was about to leave his body in the jail, when he thought that, oh yes, I'm going to die now because of weak health, they were not ready to take any non-vegetarian food. He wanted to apply tilak. The devotee wanted to apply tilak. He had no tilak, no gopi chandan, you know, no gopi chandan to apply tilak. He took the toothpaste, he took the toothpaste and he applied tilak. That is the conviction. That is the dedication. And today, in Russia, there is a wildfire that is going on. The Krishna consciousness is spreading like anything. The devotees there are so strong. There are hundreds and hundreds of devotees today there. Although it's a communist country, Putin appreciates. He appreciates his con. They have understood that this is not a fanatical movement. It is a movement which is based on strong principles. They have tried enough to stop this movement in Russia from so many years. The Orthodox Church and many people. There is so much of sacrifice these people, Russians, who never know, who never knew about Krishna, who never knew about Rama, our culture, those people have given their life to make people Krishna conscious, to bring people to Krishna consciousness. And what are we doing as Indians? Everything is nicely facilitated to us, but we are not taking it seriously. They say, no, ghar ki murgi dal barabar. Aisa ho gaya hamara. We have taken this very lightly. That's the spirit we need to take. If the Americans and Westerners, Russians, if these people can do so much for our culture, you know, of course, Sanatan Dharma belongs to everyone. If they can give their lives for Krishna consciousness, for Krishna, how much Krishna will be pleased by them? Krishna will not see whether he is American or what was his past. Krishna will see what is he doing, what are his intentions, how much bhakti will he have. So, this is the spirit we need to take. We should explain. Whatever you learn here, you should go and explain to your people, whoever is possible, who is having little faith, go and explain to them. And increase their faith in Krishna. That is our duty. Janma Sartaka Kari Kara Para Upukar. 
That's our mood. Don't mind whether it is one person, two person. Don't worry about it. Why we do this session? See, our mission is like that. We snatch that only if twenty people come, we will do the session. No, even if one person comes here, I am ready to take the session. I'll still speak. If nobody comes, still you speak to Krishna to the walls. Prabhupada says, if nobody comes, you just speak to the walls. The walls will listen Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> anyway, I'm fortunate that you all have come, but I'm just saying that how we need to be dedicated. We need to show this dedication. So this is what I wanted to share today. So there is so much more that we can do going forward, and I really appreciate everyone who is also listening this on the podcast and YouTube and everyone in other social media platforms. Thank you so much for being here and listening to this session. So, if there are any questions, uh, I will take up some questions now. If you have any, let me see if there is anything. Uh, Uma Kumar is saying this is an eye-opening for everyone, Guruji. And Hina Mataji saying wonderful, Prabhuji. Do we go through all lokas to reach the Goloka with japa, tapa, and bhakti? Uh, Yes, uh, sometimes Prabhupada in the purport explains that how, you know, uh, while going to the spiritual world, you will be taken in a plane, in a spiritual plane, and you are actually going in the spiritual plane, passing through all these different lokas, and then while going through heavens, you get a desire. Oh, let me take that nice gulab jamun there, and let me be there. You will again. It, the airplane will stop and you will continue to be in the material world in the heavens. So till the last moment there will be test. But definitely the devotees who have fully convinced and they know uh, the ultimate purpose of life, you may pass through the heavenly planets and all the lokas, but you are in the spiritual world, in the spiritual plane. You will go to the spiritual world. So you don't have to worry because. You you will be associated with the spiritual people from the spiritual world, so you will definitely have a, a very beautiful experience going in that plane. So you will pass through all the lokas, but don't desire that. Oh yes, I want to go and see what is happening in the Nandanavana in the spiritual in that uh, heavenly planet there. Uh, very nice fruits and garden is there. Let me go. Don't have those kind of wishes while passing through the different lokas. Let me meet this person, that person. That's all. Then you have that desire. Then again, you will stay in those lokas. So, don't have any such desires. Although you are passing through all those lokas. Okay. So let's see if there are any more questions. Yeah. So, Hina Mata Ji is asking, Prabhu Ji, what is negative, positive, and neutral karma? So, what should be our aim? So, negative karma is called vikarma. Vikarma is all that is against the injunctions of the scriptures. Anything that is not mentioned in the scriptures and you perform actions which are nefarious, which are harmful, so that becomes negative karma, and it is ultimately going to give you negative output. The reaction of the negative action that you have performed is going to be terrible, and that's why all the suffering will happen in the hellish planets. According Uh, to the degree to which you perform sinful activities, to that degree you will be given pain. Either in this very lifetime you will be born as a 
uh, you will be born as uh, uh, in, in a lower family with lot of financial problems or health issues uh, with some mental retardation all these things may be possible if it is even more severe then you will have to take birth in the lower planetary systems uh, the hellish planet systems where you will have to suffer so much according to the karma so that is negative karma the positive karma is you do lot of uh, charity you do lot of uh, uh, activities based on the injunctions of the vedas like puja punuskar devi devta puja you do all these things you are doing then you are gaining pious credit you are doing gaining punya so by gaining punya then you will be elevated to the uh, aristocratic family or you may even be raised to the heavenly planets if you are a gnani you have acquired a lot of knowledge then you will go to the lokas or the siddhas so like that there are so many planets for different people based on their karma balance so if they have negative karma currency or positive karma currency based on that you will be accordingly uh, given the result now neutral is bhakti so when you perform devotional service so it is neutral in the sense it is neutral in the materialistic sense so that is called akarma karma means now like we are speaking bhagavad gita you are listening bhagavad gita so what's happening here is this is a neutral there is no material action or reaction here we are performing spiritual action and there is no material reaction to this so that's why it is neutral but there is a spiritual reaction to this because you are getting purified in the heart but there is no material reaction to this bhakti that we are doing when you offer krishna the food the prasadam that you are eating it's an act of eating but it is spiritual that is akarma when you eat prasadam it is akarma you see so any activity in connection with krishna is neutral it will not give you any material reaction it will not bind you with more and more materialistic things so that is neutral so how are we supposed to act more and more we need to perform akarma the more and more we try to please krishna that is akarma so we don't do any activity for our own pleasure so that's the devotee's intention that's the devotee's mood so uh, we we have to perform akarma that's the state and uh, many many details in fact i had mentioned this also that i wanted to share with all of you that how for a specific action there are specific reactions for example now you see somebody eats sweets in hiding he never shares sweets with anyone whatever sweets are there he will eat it alone he will not share with anyone his siblings or anybody then what happens is the reaction for that not sharing the sweets is you will have tooth problem the reaction is that suppose these days we see uh, you know there are some uh, sadistic people you know they go and uh, uh, rape women so when they do all these things then in the next life they will be born as eunuchs the transgender they yeah, what is the reaction why they are born like that they are born like that because of their this private, this uh, uh, nefarious activity that they have done in the previous life that's the reaction for that so like that many many specific actions that we perform there are specific reactions which i will definitely share within this uh, chapter discussion of chapter 3 itself karma yoga so uh, yes there are certain points so these are two points next week i'll share another two three points 
for specific action there is specific reaction and this discussion is happening between uma maheshwara between shiva and parvati this discussion is happening it's a part of mahabharata which is not def- generally included in the regular mahabharata that we see but in one of the text kumbhakonam text of mahabharata it is mentioned and there parvati is asking these questions why this happens then shiva is explaining this is what it is happened you know he has done like this that's why it happened so like that she has asked several questions and we will understand the details going forward so these are two examples that i gave you today yes prabhu ji i have a question yes please go ahead prabhu ji hari krishna hari krishna uh, question is so you know today's discussion especially that uh, story about chikandi was you know i was actually personally i was sitting and laughing here but it was so nice to hear the story uh, and uh, vision <laughs> and uh, second yeah it was very nice but there's a lot of lessons to learn in that photo yeah of course uh, and another another thing that i was actually thinking is about in today's world also there are people who do good karmas and who don't do good karmas but we still see for example you know just just see the politicians who amass wealth and then still continue to do a lot of uh, the wrong things in society how does how does how does god look at them how does god look how does yeah so now what happens is see whenever we perform an action when you perform an action let's understand the science when you perform action the first action will go and sit in the form of a bija in the heart that bija then will fructify the next stage of bija is kutam it is in a stagnant dormant state the bija bija is then in the state of kutam then finally it becomes prarabdha prarabdha means it fructifies so it goes and sits in the form of bija then gradually it develops kutam there is another state which i am not able to recollect right now finally prarabdha so what happens is when you perform karma those bijas are going and sitting in your heart and they are fructifying at different point of time now for example you go and slap someone how much time will it take to get a reaction you slap someone that other person will also immediately raise their hand and he will give a reaction the reaction of a slap is immediate now i take a ball i take a ball and i throw that ball to the wall the ball will go and hit the wall and rebound and it will come back to me there is a time lag now by the time it goes to the wall and comes back to me the reaction for the ball to come back to me it will take some time there is a delay right similarly now you take a seed of a particular maybe mango tree or something you sow the seed bija but for the bija to grow and become a nice tree and give you fruit it will take time the mango tree will not give immediately you put the bija today and tomorrow you will get mangoes no it will take time so based on the action the karma that you perform each and every karma will sit as a bija and bija is fructifying at different points of time so now the politician that you are mentioning he has done some good karma and the fruits of that good karma is nicely uh, it's fructifying and giving him good result but he is performing lot of wrong deeds in this present life 
the present actions are not good he is getting the reaction good reactions of the previous life or the previous activities that he has done but currently when he is uh, as a politician is doing wrong things they are also now going and sitting as a bija now what happens is people when they see oh god what is this why is good things happening to bad people and bad things happening to good people ah this is because the seeds are fructifying at different times the dynamics they don't understand just like a water tank you see you imagine this is a water tank now when the fresh water goes it goes and from the top it goes and falls into the tank so already there is a level now you see there is a certain level of water the previous karma is already there in this bottle in this tank but now when you start adding the fresh karma the bad karma that politicians are doing it is going and sitting above this fresh karma the already that we have nice the previous good karma when i open the tap what will first come when i open the tap already which is good karma that will first come and that's what people are saying oh they are doing wrong things but they are getting good results but gradually as this gradually the tank comes down the level of good karma comes down then the level of bad will approach near to the tap all the bad karma that they have filled here in the tank will gradually come to the tap and then they will have to face all the things now those reactions of bad karma can come in this very lifetime can come in the next lifetime so this is how we need to understand when the politicians are getting some good things it is because of the past good deeds they have performed but for the present bad the reactions may come immediately or based on what type of activity they are doing it will come accordingly but it will come we may not see them we may not see whether they are enjoying suffering in the future we may not see all of them at right now but krishna within the heart knows when to give all those things right so i hope that answers your question yes prabhuji yes yes so similarly it's happening with us as well in our life good and bad both are mixes there now that's why sometimes we are enjoying sometimes we are uh, suffering because at different times lord is sanctioning the problems and enjoyment to us according to our karma so for devotees the dynamics will change i will explain that sometimes later how krishna will interfere with devotees right so very nice wonderful so there were some interesting questions today glad to have uh, such questions so that's it for today so we will definitely meet next week and we will continue our discussion there are many more beautiful things and uh, thank you so much for coming and giving your time today is ekadashi by the way so all of you please fast from grains no grains today So please fast from this. <laughs>